Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday. Rolling into a weekend, uh, October, what is this, the 14th already, isn't it? Absolutely. Year of our Lord, 2022. Yes, it is. And uh, rolling on into a Sunday here, the middle of the month. And assuming, I mean, we're, we're podcasting in faith, assuming Ian didn't destroy Florida and, yeah, a couple of weeks and, ago, and we're going to be meeting. We're going to be meeting. If the internet is still working, they can get all the times and, and location at our website, www.christiansmeethere.org. Yes, absolutely. You're laughing like, the internet's too big to fail, but that's what they said about the Titanic, my friend. <laughs> that's why I write things on paper. <laughs> Love me some paper. Yes, yes, very good. Okay, so speaking of things written on paper, I have a Bible. Yes. And I'm going to read from the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB, Psalm 59. Previously known as the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Yeah, in fact, this version I have is still known yeah, as that. This, that's this one. old school. Old school. Old school, old school Holman Bible right there. That's right, that's right. Psalm 59, Christian Standard Bible. For the choir director, do not destroy a Davidic mictum. When Saul sent men to watch the house to kill him. Deliver me from my enemies, my God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who practice sin and save me from men of bloodshed. Lord, look, they set an ambush for me. Powerful men attack me, but not because of any sin or rebellion of mine. For no fault of mine, they run and take up a position, awake to help me and take notice. You, Lord, God of hosts, God of Israel, rise up to punish all the nations. Do not show grace to any wicked traitors. They return at evening, snarling like dogs and prowling around the city. Look, they spew from their mouths sharp words from their lips. For who, they say, will hear? But you laugh at them, Lord. You ridicule all the nations. I will keep watch for you, my strength, because God is my stronghold. My faithful God will come to meet me. God will let me look down on my adversaries. Do not kill them, otherwise my people will forget. By your power, make them homeless wanderers and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. The sin of their mouths is the word of their lips, so let them be caught in their pride. They utter curses and lies. Consume them in rage. Consume them until they are gone. Then they will know to the ends of the earth that God rules over Jacob. And they return at evening like snarling dogs and prowling around the city. They scavenge for food. They growl if they're not satisfied. But I will sing of your strength and will joyfully proclaim your faithful love in the morning. For you have been a stronghold for me, a refuge in my day of trouble. To you, my strength, I sing praises because God is my stronghold, my faithful God. Amen. Friday. So, I know, on Fridays, and we... Uh, are looking for something to share. We're looking for Jesus here in this psalm. Yes. And uh, I, I I see him here. I do. Where do you uh, see him? I see him early in the psalm uh, when the psalmist is professing innocence, uh, particularly in the uh, Psalm 59 and uh, verse number three. Look, they lie in wait for my life, um, not for my transgression, nor for my sin, O Lord. They run and prepare themselves through no fault of mine. Mm. And here is this protesting of innocence. The innocent now is being attacked and being surrounded. 
That reminds me of Christ, who yes. he is free of all transgression, the sinless one, the lamb without spot or blemish, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. One of the concepts that people face is that, you know, if a court of the land declared something, it must be true. Surely something bad has happened, which is why Paul, when he's in prison and he's writing to the Ephesians and the Philippians, is is having to uh, work regarding that issue of shame. You know, don't be ashamed. Don't be shamed because I am in prison. Rather, glory in what's going on here. Because there is, even today, there's kind of this natural thing that, oh, if a judge said it, if a a law court has declared it, something must have happened then. Something must have happened there. And we better better be really careful with that. But what David is pointing out is that, you know, sometimes— People plot, and they come against, and evil and wicked things are happening to God's people, and they're actually innocent of the accusations. Well, you know, and there's such an emphasis in the psalm placed upon the language, right? And that they're saying slanderous thing, and they're saying lies. He wants them to be caught in their pride because of all the false things that they've been saying. But, But my point is that those are false things. Yes, yeah. Yes, they're false things. The, the The reason why I was making all of that connection is because what some folks looking at Jesus on the cross, uh, they see that as shame. Well, the, yes. The cross is shame. And your Jesus, your Christ, something must have happened. He must have done something. Otherwise, the, the Jewish council would not have delivered him up. And otherwise, Pilate would not have had him scourged and nailed to I mean, okay, maybe he's not as bad as all that, but he did something. Otherwise, this wouldn't have happened. Cursed. Cursed is every man who hangs on a tree. Yes. Yeah. In fact, in Isaiah 53, it's about the fact that folks will look at him and declare, you know what, we think his God has smitten him, mm-hmm. we, we think something has happened, instead of realizing that it's not for his sin right. that he is smitten, not for his transgression, but for the sin of his people that he is smitten. And the reversal then that you have in, the, in this psalm as we see Christ in it is that he is going to die upon the cross, and that is to deliver these dogs. That is to bring forgiveness and regeneration to these dogs uh, if, they'll, if they'll have it. Ooh, I hadn't thought about that. But you know that song that we sing about, I wasn't there in the garden, and I, I, I wasn't the one who cried out, crucify, crucify, crucify. Yeah. but every time I sin on earth... I feel that I'm the one. Yes. Here in my sins, I am. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. In in my sins, I am one of these dogs that are prowling and howling that, that put him up on that cross. When I use slander and evil speech, gossip and lies against others, it's actually my pride that's coming out of my mouth. That kind of wickedness. Um, when I sin against other people that way, of course, I'm... Sinning against God. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 53. Yeah. It's not for his sins that he went to the cross. David, as he's writing this psalm, is in the midst of 
Well, whatever it is he's facing, if it's just the a, a few weeks or days after the issue with Saul, if it's later and as a king facing the attacks of the nations and he's remembering the event right. with Saul to help help him have faith, as I as I posited possibly on Monday, we see him saying, look, this this thing I'm going through, it's not because of my sin. You know, there are other Psalms where he has to say, I get it. I sinned. Yes. Please deliver me. Yes. But this is one. And in this, we find Jesus who the dogs encircled him. In fact, in Psalm 22, in Psalm 22, the Psalm that we know is about Jesus because Jesus himself quotes it on the cross. He talks about the dogs that have encircled him and the dogs that have come against him in verse 16, Psalm twenty-two, sixteen. for dogs encompass me, a company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them and for my clothing, they cast lots. We, we see that, that parallel there. I was going to give you another one. Yep, give me another one. I mean, while you're there in Psalm 22, yeah, right? Uh, if you notice, I think it is verse 22. Okay. Uh, about uh, singing. Okay. Yeah. I will declare your name to my brethren in the midst of the assembly. I will sing praise to you. Mm. In uh, Hebrews chapter 2, uh, the Hebrew writer quotes that psalm, and it's in reference to the victory of Christ and his resurrection and bringing many sons to God and to glory. Uh, but what you have at the end of this psalm in our reading today, Psalm 59, is uh, the singing of the psalmist. I will sing of your power. Yes, I will sing aloud of your mercy in the morning, for you have been my defense and my refuge in the day of my trouble. The victor of the, uh, excuse me, the victory of the psalm and in his faithfulness to the Lord is marked by singing, and that is Christ. He sings in victory. Continuing on in Psalm 22 and verse 27, all the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before you, for kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. A lot of these connections, we know yeah. that Psalm 22, we, we, we all know that one. We all find Jesus there because Jesus found himself there. Sure. At, but we see all these parallels now between 59 and 22, 22. recognizing that here we're finding Jesus again. And it's the similar picture mm -hmm. of, of these dogs that are encircling. There in Psalm 59, I also notice the the issue about the Lord deriding the Lord laughing against the nations. Yes, 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 yes. That is reminiscent of Psalm two. Mm -hmm. So so often, and and I know yeah. we're having to get back into our Psalm thinking. And, you know, in, in our first year going through the Psalms, one Psalm 1 through 53, we were able to remember all this. Now we're, okay, let's go back and remember how much of Psalm 1 and Psalm 2 find their way in so many of the other Psalms. Right. Here we find it again. And in Psalm 2, why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed saying, let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. Verse 4, Psalm 2. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel." 
Now, therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Oh, yeah. There's the king that God has established, the son that he has set up. We all know that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And here in Psalm 59, we find it again. Yeah. That idea of the, the nations are plotting, others mm-hmm. are coming against the Lord's anointed. They think that somehow they'll do something about it. And, and well, who's going to hear? Well, I'll tell you who hears. God hears and he laughs. Yeah. He laughs, he derides, he mocks because he has his plans. And the kings, whether it's kings of the nations or it's Saul, God's own anointed king who has decided to rebel and turn against God, you, you need to surrender to the Son yeah. of God. Absolutely. We, we certainly see Christ here in Psalm 59. And we thank you so much for being with us this week as we've journeyed through this psalm. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, or uh, always catch up with us at the Facebook discussion, uh, reading through the psalms, talking about the paths of righteousness. And uh, as always, we would love to meet you and hope that you're in the Tampa area this weekend. Come out and worship with us at Livingston. All that information is is at www.christiansmeethere.org. Well, let's pray together. Lord, thank you, Father, for today. Thank you for the time to be in your word, to read this psalm, and to reflect upon Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for his innocence, his sinlessness, his willingness to go to the cross and to suffer and die, to surrender himself to the evil deeds of those that behaved like dogs, but, Father, for redemption, for salvation. And we know, Lord, that you are powerful among all things and that someday the Lord will return. And, Father, that there will be a judgment upon all those who are not in Christ. Father, that ultimately you laugh in derision over all those who would plot against you and against your will, against your people. And we pray, Father, that we might trust in you, trust in Christ, know the forgiveness that is in him and it is in him alone. Father, that we might be always singing with you, for you, in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Lord, look, they set an ambush ambush for me. (laughs) It was a great quote because it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, look, they set an ambush. Varmints. <laughs> Michael, let me out the window. <laughs> this is going to be a great outtake. <laughs> All right. Here we go.